0: Good morning. Welcome in. It's a uh, Thirsty Thursday brought to you by Tito's Vodka. We're giving away a super cool giveaway a sleeve of uh, Titleist Pro V1 golf balls, a uh, dog chewy toy. These things are awesome. People go crazy. Uh, Tito's Vodka dog leash, and a Travis Matthews Tito's Vodka hat. Plus, we're throwing in a Whiskey 61 shirt. That's an awesome Thirsty Thursday giveaway. Tell us the most electrifying player that you watched in college football. And text it to our Up equipment, John Deere Tractor text line 601-885-3776. Uh, was it Michael Vick? We were talking Johnny Manziel earlier with Tom Luganbill. Um, who else did we... Th- uh, Reggie Bush always gets you know brought up. Luganbill couldn't believe that Marshall Falk was not in the top 10 uh granted oh well Falk was great and he's you know well deserved to be there but uh also Lug's uh dad uh coached Marshall Falk at San Diego State but there's others Vince Young Adrian Peterson and so on then we're talking about Mississippi players Dak Prescott Dexter McCluster AJ Brown Nick Fitzgerald and so on who were uh Without a doubt, electrifying in the 2000s. So text us 601-885-3776. That's how you enter Best Text. Goes home with the uh, Tito's Vodka Thirsty Thursday prize pack, which is awesome. We'll kick in some other things, too. All right, we're excited to welcome in um, our next guest, who we haven't had on, uh, Matthew Friedman with Fantasy Life. And we'll talk uh, fantasy football and sports betting, which are two great topics um any time of year. And he joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. We are ESPN one oh five nine the zone. Uh Matthew Friedman. Good morning. How are you, bud? Uh I'm great.
1: Thanks for having me. And I gotta say, uh, I went to TCU, so I'm a little biased on this with Daniel Tomlinson. I think he might be a a low key sleeper for best college player that I've ever
0: seen. Uh I think you're right. I loved him in college. I loved him with the Chargers. Great player and uh spot on that was um what was that was that franchione that was before patterson yeah. right
1: yeah exactly that's, yeah. and that's uh you know going back to those old school tcu days and then patterson uh you know he ended up having a good run there and ladanian tomlinson great run as a fantasy asset uh for all the nfl fans
0: that's right yeah man uh gary patterson great coach but uh tomlinson Hall of Famer and and great player, so um you know we 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 got into some fantasy football topics and and here i got to tell you this, Matthew, just right off the jump um Jason, my executive producer who booked you on the show, and I'm glad that you're with us, pulled a major party foul, and I think we we revoked all of his if he had any um dude qualities. they had their fantasy football draft. I just think this is way too early. They had their fantasy football draft last Sunday night. Isn't that too early, Matthew?
1: You know, I would say it's never too early to have a good time. Um, but <laughs> I, you know, it, it kind of it kind of depends on if you're a sharp or a square. You know, I think if you're really if you're sharp, you probably want to have the draft as early as possible because you will have a better sense of what's happening with the depth charts. Uh, you know, if you're not all that into, uh, like preseason, you kind of like to delay when you research, then you probably want your draft closer to the season. I think there's no wrong way to do it, no right way to do it. It just kind of depends on how it is that you, you tend to approach it.
0: Okay. Uh, we throw a party. All right. So we do ours late. That may not be the right. So we throw a, a friend of mine owns a, a high end steakhouse. Uh, yeah. here in town and he, he's not open on labor day and we all get together there and cook food and we have, you know, access to, he's got a beautiful bar. And, and so I'll be honest, like the best part of the whole thing is the draft party. Matthew, is that okay yeah. too?
1: Oh, uh, you know what? I, I take back everything I said, the way that you do it is right. That sounds, that sounds amazing. Uh, you know, friends there, you, you can uh, make fun of each other for terrible draft picks. Yes. And, uh, you know, I think it gives me an edge if the other people around me are slightly inebriated, you know what I mean? I I don't want them too inebriated. because right. It's not fun, but I want them slightly inebriated. So that they're making suboptimal draft. Picks.
0: <laughs> We're visiting with Matthew Friedman. Uh, fantasy life he's also fantasy football sports betting now how do you split how would you frame up you kind of split your week or or yearly I mean between fantasy football and sports betting Matthew
1: yeah so I got started in fantasy sports Uh, you know was obsessed with it and luckily it it turned into a full-time job uh, and then I transitioned a little bit more into sports betting. Uh, the company I was with Action Network, uh, you know, one of the the best, uh, you know, sports betting media companies in the world. Uh, so I was there and was like, hey, you know, like if I w- want to get uh, a little more attention in this company, I need to do more in sports betting. So at this point, I'm more of a sports better than a fantasy guy. But like, you know, fantasy is the first love, you know, yeah. I, I'm still obsessed with it. A hundred and ten percent. It's just I do more on the betting side now, creating projections, season-long projections for the teams, but I do it for players as well. And so I, I think it's it's they go hand in hand. You know, like if you're looking at the game, thinking about what's going to happen on the spread or the total, it all comes down to the player level as well. So right. you know, it's basically fifty-fifty for me at this point.
0: Okay, all right, fair enough. So we're going to make this segment brought to you by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge, since they're our partner. Beautiful sports book, full bar, food, and uh, not been an hour up the road. And we'll be there, you know, a dozen times at least over football season. And that's perfect for uh, Matthew Friedman with, uh, with, all right, am I getting this? You're with Fantasy Life. Who else are you with?
1: I'm with Fantasy Life. That's, that's the one and the only. Okay. I've, I've been right. in a, a number of places, but Fantasy Life is where I am now.
0: Okay. So let's jump into a little sports betting, and then we'll have some fun with, with, with Fantasy. We are a – this is a big Saints-Cowboys, okay? Saints are two and a half hours down the road. We've got season ticket holders. All of us have been to New Orleans a million times. We've been to a bunch of Saints games, so on. Um, Saints win total. Is at nine and a half, Matthew? Now I think their schedule is super easy. They don't have to take on the big boys at quarterback. I, it's rare that you get this, you draw this kind of schedule in the NFL. They they obviously they acquired uh, Derek Carr. The NFC South's not good. The AFC South, which they drew to, is okay. Um, where what direction would you go, Matthew? Saints win total nine and a half over or under.
1: You know, I have them, this is uh, a wimpy way of saying it, but I have them projected pretty much right at that line. So I wouldn't bet it, but I would say that I do think they are the best team in their division. Uh, it's a feisty division that I think is a little bit underappreciated. A lot of people could look at that and say, you know what? The, the team that won that division last year didn't even have a winning record. Right? So, like, people could kind of poo-poo on that division if they want. But I think it will be a little bit tougher than everyone expects. Like, there are some, some up-and-coming teams there. But I do like the Saints the most out of uh, out of all four of those teams.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Dennis Allen's got to go to the playoffs with this schedule. Or it could get yeah. – it could get ugly. And again, bringing in um, Derek Carr, who may not be great, but he's good. Do you agree that he's – I mean, he's not elite and he's not great, but he's he is a good NFL quarterback. you agree or disagree with that statement, Matthew?
1: Yeah, I mean, he is a serviceable NFL quarterback. The thing is, and I will say, you're absolutely right. They they need to go to the playoffs with the record they have. If you add up all of the win totals, the market win totals of the teams that they are playing, they do have the easiest schedule in the league. Wow. So, I mean, I mean they, they have it set up to where they should be able to run over their schedule. Um, Carr, he's serviceable. I don't know if he's, he's not top 12. He's, yeah, I would say like at best, maybe 14, at worst, maybe 22. And all of those guys are kind of in the same tier. Uh, I think the transition will be really important. You know, some guys like think of Brady, think of Matthew Stafford. Some guys can transition from one team to another with uh, almost like no friction. And then you think of Russell Wilson last year. Where that was just a total train wreck, you know. Like, <laughs> there's a question as to whether Carr will actually be able to make the move. New offense, new players, new city, new everything. Will he be the same Derek Carr in New Orleans that he was uh, in Oakland and then Las Vegas? I, you know, I'm a little bit skeptical, but there's a chance.
0: Okay. Speaking of top twelve QBs, I'm biased. I believe that Dak Prescott is in the top twelve. Do you?
1: I I do. Uh, I think he's an underappreciated player. Now, the question is how much of his recent production has been because he's had Kellen Moore uh, as his offensive coordinator. I think Kellen Moore is a great play caller. I think he's going to have success with the Chargers. And now we're going to have Mike McCarthy, who I think is somewhat antiquated in the way that he approaches offense. And I'm worried, and I'm saying this as a Cowboys fan who loves and hates the team, uh, I am worried that Mike McCarthy – is going to basically be like the ball and chain uh that hinders dak prescott from doing what he could do otherwise
0: uh. He's already had to overcome Jason Garrett and Scott Linehan. I can't do this again. And the fact that they don't even have a general manager, which is incredible in a league that's built the way it is. Okay. Matthew Friedman. Uh, check him out. Fantasy Life, fantasylife.com. This guy's resume is incredible. It'd take me 30 minutes to read it, but uh, very accomplished in the world of fantasy football and sports betting, which we love. Uh, this is brought to you by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge, which we love. And uh, and we will be there starting August 30th and then throughout um, football season. Okay, so love your take on Dak. I do think he's underappreciated. Uh, and I don't even think he had a wide, uh, a wide receiver two or three last year. I do like the Brandon yep. Cooks pick up. We'll see if Gallup's healthy, Matthew, and can take that step. But I am concerned at tight end and Jake Ferguson. I mean... Am I buying that? It, you know, is he should they have gone and 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 maybe grab someone else that's even more athletic? I don't. How do you see that, Matthew? Yeah,
1: it's not like it's not like Dalton Schultz before he broke out with someone that anyone had any awareness of at all. It was just a guy, right. and I feel like Ferguson could take that same type of step. Like he was a pretty decent player at Wisconsin. Uh, he's a well-rounded player. I think he's a better receiver than people think. you know he can line up in line in the slot. he can block all right as a run blocker, so like I think he could be a fine player. um you know let's let's give him a chance to to show what he can do. Uh, you know i again, Dalton Schultz was basically a nobody, and he ended up becoming a pretty good player in that offense. We could see something similar from uh, from Jake Ferguson this year.
0: okay all right, well, let's stay on the Cowboys before we um Cowboys win total ten and a half. Matthew, over, under? How do you see that?
1: Oh, man, I, I'm just going to say I'm, I tend to be a skeptic when it comes to the win total market. Uh, if I had to bet that, I would probably go under. But it's not as if I, I want to say that, but that is the way that I would do it.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I'm skeptic, too. I, it's ten and a half a half's a lot. I, I think if they go ten and – well, the Eagles are loaded, unfortunately, yeah. and they have a general manager yeah. who happens to be a top three GM Roseman in the league. Which is not yeah. good for my Cowboys and Dak. Uh, <sighs> Giants may take a slight step back, but Dayball is legit. Commanders, who the hell knows what they're doing? But uh, I, if they go ten and seven, uh, Matthew, I think that's a hell of a year. Your thoughts? Yeah,
1: I have them projected for ten point three wins. So okay. you know, that's like right in that's right in the wheelhouse of you know eleven and six, uh, 10 and seven. You know they're good enough to make the the playoffs, and in the NFC, I think they're one of the three teams with a real shot of winning that conference and making it to the Super Bowl. So like, instead of betting, like if you are bullish on this team, instead of going over ten and a half, I would just say bet them to win the division or bet them to win the conference. You know, because if they go over ten and a half wins, then they are legit. You know, and they are right there in the running. To make the Super Bowl. Right. So if you're optimistic on them, just bet them at larger odds.
0: Oh, look, man, you know, in this league, if you can go 11 and six, good grief. um, Yeah. Then you're, you're riding high. We're visiting with Matthew Friedman, Fantasy Life. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Okay. When I see NFL guys rank Tua over Dak, I think it's comical but again I'm biased. How do you see it, Matthew Friedman?
1: So I it's a good question because I like both of those guys. I have Dak ranked higher because we've seen him do it for longer, much longer. We've seen him do it in different circumstances. But Tua I think also had a really good season that people are kind of dismissing. Like this was a guy who was fantastic as a high school recruit, did great at Alabama, you know, before he was injured. It was assumed that he would be the number one pick he ended up going in the top six uh he struggled his first year under highly negative circumstances but since then I don't think we've seen anything that would kind of dissuade us from the idea that the promise he showed as a high school recruit and a college player uh, has been unfulfilled or can't be fulfilled in the NFL uh, now he's got the injury concerns with the concussions, and last year he I wouldn't say he was playing in a gimmicky offense, but he was uh, he was very advantageously positioned by the coaching, the play calling, and the players he had around him. But that's the case for a lot of players in the NFL sure and and you know like if you if you just look at the games that he played, you don't think about the games that he missed, but look at the games that he actually played, He was one of the most efficient quarterbacks in the league. He was actually right up there on a per attempt basis with Patrick Mahomes. Now, I don't think he's as good as Patrick Mahomes, but this is all a way of saying that within the right offense and surrounded by the right players, he can be as productive as almost any other quarterback in the league. And kind of bringing this back to Dak, I wish Dak had that kind of support. Me too. You know, like, like if Dak were in that position, we would be thinking of this guy as like one of the top two, top three quarterbacks in the league. So I like Tua. I like the situation that he's in even more.
0: I could not agree more. I would love to see Dak with Sean Payton or Kyle Shanahan or Mike McDaniel um, or McV- guys that are innovative and, and fantastic play callers. I agree with you there. We're visiting with Matthew Friedman. He joins us on the Out of Bounds show, Fantasy Life. Fantasy Life, Matthew Friedman on – ESPN 1059, The Zone. And this segment is powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge, full bar, food, 40 TVs, beautiful place to uh, watch the games and have some fun. Okay, Matthew, what is your favorite uh, over under NFL uh, win total this year? Well,
1: I mean, I. We talked about Derek Carr, uh, and I'm you know, looking at the team that he left in the Raiders going under their win total of six and a half. I think this team is an absolute disaster. Uh, if you look at the move from Derek Carr to Jimmy Garoppolo, like maybe Garoppolo is as good as Derek Carr, but maybe he isn't. What is, I'd say, fairly certain is that he is much likelier to miss more games than Derek Carr did. Like Garoppolo has just had a problem staying healthy. And then the backup quarterback situation there is much worse than it was last year. Jared Stidham in his final two games, you know, he actually looked like a pretty competent backup. Now they have Brian Hoyer as a backup, who is kind of like more of a quarterback's coach at this point than an actual quarterback. And so you could you could see how stuff spirals out of control very quickly. You have Josh Jacobs, who was the engine of that offense last year, not reporting for camp. I imagine he comes back at some point, but is he going to be in football shape? Is he going to be willing to play through some of those nagging injuries? Devontae Adams is already openly saying that he's not really pleased with how stuff has transpired this offseason. This is set up for things to go very south very quickly. So under 6.5, the win total for the Raiders, that's one of my favorite under bets this year.
0: How much do you bet on a weekend? Not you don't have to tell me um, money, but how many sure. transactions, Matthew?
1: Sure. On a weekend, so I have kind of two portions of the bankroll. One is reserved for sides and totals, uh, and so I would say on a typical NFL Sunday or typical NFL week, maybe I'm betting five to eight games. Um, normally on the spread, I just know that I'm a better better on the spread than on the total uh and then uh a pretty decent number of transactions for player props uh because that really is where I got my start uh and I just I'm more confident in that market and those markets are generally a little bit softer at the same time you can't get as much money down on player props uh and I kind of think of player props as more like fun and recreational um, I like than anything else, you know, I kind of view props as like a version of fantasy sports, you know, like instead of, I mean, like I'm in leagues with my buddies, but I also think of like, Hey, I don't really like this player all that much this week. I'm going to bet against him in the player prop market. Okay. You know, it's like, it's a version of fantasy for me. Whereas when I'm betting sides and totals, that's more, you know, I like kind of quote unquote investing.
0: I like that. Matthew Friedman, fantasy life on the out of bounds show. Okay. How much have you won? Uh, what, what's the most you've won on a um, on a weekend NFL weekend?
1: Uh, I, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to give a money amount. But what I will say is the the best the best day I've ever had was the the Rams uh, Patriots Super Bowl a few years ago, yeah. where I I thought that game was overinflated, and so I had unders across the board, basically every way you could bet unders in that game. I was doing it i was basically betting on nothing to happen in that game and that's pretty much what ended up happening a, a whole lot of nothing i think it was a 13 to 3 uh game you know so and P, a lot of people thought of that as a pretty boring super bowl that was one of the the most excited moments of my life <laughs> you know, like seeing, seeing absolutely nothing happen on that field people were wondering why i was so excited you know but that that was a game uh that that really supercharged uh my my bankroll and uh yeah that's that's the most success i've ever had
0: i love it i love it com. matthew friedman joining us on the out of bounds show we're brought to you by the golden moon casino sportsbook and lounge and now i'm i, I thought i was ready for football i'm really ready okay uh well i've only got a couple of minutes you um Matthew is a five-time top 20 finisher in the Fantasy Pros accuracy contest. So Matthew if if you if you got the first pick and maybe you've already had it, but if you have the first pick in a fantasy draft, who are you going with?
1: I would say it's Justin Jefferson and you know some of this would depend on if it's PPR half PPR, you know whatever the format is, but in general, Justin Jefferson. You know, like he's he's the best receiver. I mean, honestly, like if this generation is ever to have something that approaches jerry rice which just feels like blasphemous to say but if we are ever to see something like that it's justin jefferson you know like he can play inside he can play outside uh he can win at all three levels of the field uh i think almost regardless of who's throwing him the ball he can be a producer he you know was great in college he's still young he's ascending I mean, Jefferson is, is the guy. There are a lot of decent options there. You know, maybe if you wanted to go with Jamar Chase, that's fine. If you wanted running back, I don't think there's anything wrong with Christian McCaffrey, but I think Justin Jefferson is a high-floor, high-ceiling guy who's not going to lose you your league.
0: Matthew, we've got to do this again. I really enjoyed it. So Absolutely. And I didn't get to half of what I wanted to cover, but it was just fun to uh, – To kind of lay it out with the Saints and the Cowboys because of our market, uh, gravitates to Dak and then um, New Orleans because of proximity. Um, Yeah, we've got to do this again. Um, FantasyLife.com. FantasyLife.com. Matthew Friedman. Matthew, thanks so much, buddy. Have a good weekend. Thanks. You too. Hi, dude. Man, that was great. That was a lot of fun. Um, Cool. We got the Key City Brewery, guys coming in studio at 9 30 straight out of vicksburg mississippi baby rivertown delicious craft beer key city brewery team coming in at 9 30 live in studio